All right, you're back for more punishment, David. Talks on God. Or or here to torture the three people watching us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, as a side note, before we talk about uh, self-realization as, you know, just a simple topic, right? Uh, what what's uh what is your intention why why is this uh why have you agreed to talk on such things as god these under ununderstandable topics such as love and god okay so it's it's an my teacher says it's a natural outflow uh i'm so grateful to god i feel like god uh scooped me out of the river i was drowning in the river of delusion and uh scoop me out and uh save me and i'm just so grateful for that that from that grateful heart you just naturally want to uh offer what you have to others because so many people are just so unhappy so much suffering and it's just completely unnecessary right you know, we're, we're, we make ourselves just incredibly miserable and, and we blame it on the world, you know? Oh yeah. So um, I just want to share what I have uh, because you don't have to be unhappy. You don't have to be unhappy. You, you can just have a life that's just incredibly satisfying and joyful. I mean, this is, Baba said, one of the tragedies of the human existence it's like a man standing in a river of the purest, coolest, cleanest, drinkable water, and he's dying of uh, thirst. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you are you are bliss itself. If you just know how to just r reach down, scoop up a little water and start to drink it, you'll right away start to quench that thirst that's killing you. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my motivation. That's why I... I like doing it on yours and I don't really want to give people how to get a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Luckily, luckily no one watches. So we're, we're both yeah, safe. Nobody watches. So nobody <laughs> cares anyway. So I'm not, I'm not in any real danger of being famous. That's right. But you know, if I do get tortured, I will totally give you up. So I know I'm assuming that, but I saw, I'll forgive you ahead of time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll be, I'll be putting all of my, uh, Mixed martial arts training. Uh, oh, as long as a toddler attacks me, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, let's talk about self-realization. Um, my my question for you about self-realization is, is uh, what does that even mean, self-realization? And then um, and then what's the, what's the benefit of it? What's it mean? What's the benefit? And then lastly, how would you even go to such a thing that is completely past our perception? Uh, which might be a part of your answer, but yeah. Well, I'm always always tempted to start my answers by saying, "Well, how would I know?" <laughs> but I resist the urge because <laughs> if everybody hears it every time, it's like that joke gets really old. So, self realization is starting to become aware of who you are, which is a piece of God, right? And that's a that's a pretty cool thing when you begin to not intellectualize it like, oh, yeah, I'm so amazing. I'm great. Not intellectualizing, but begin to feel that divinity within you, mm -hmm. knowing, knowing that's your nature. That's because I remember my teacher, you know, he, he would always say he goes, he goes, I'm I'm God. He goes, but so are you. The only difference between me and you 
is I'm fully aware of it. You are not. So I used to think he was just being sweet. <laughs> when I'd say you, not not me personally, but just all humanity, all people. Uh, you know, so I used to think that's so sweet to say that, but we both know that's not true. <laughs> I know what God should roughly be. I'm not even close to that. So, but mm. that's nice to say, you know, but but as I begin to do the practices, I begin to uh realize that there was a spark of divinity within me. Mm. And as I began to uh work on bringing that little spark into a little flame and then a little flame into more of a a bigger flame, I can't say I'm a bonfire of divinity yet, but I'm uh, I'm 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 uh, making the fire a little bigger every day. So as I started to experience that, it's like, holy smoke, I guess he wasn't just trying to be sweet. That actually he meant it, right? So mm. so that's it. It's mm. self-realization. When you begin to experience at least some of your own divinity, um, that's that's self-realization. And it's... Uh, it's I, I think it just fixes a lot of uh, a lot of psychological problems we have as human beings. My teacher had said um, the first sin was also the original sin was also is also still the greatest sin, which is to feel unworthy of God. And um, I think when you begin to when you begin to uh, awaken to the divinity that lays within you then i think that feeling of being unworthy of of god of god's love begins to uh begins to diminish begins to disappear and so i guess you could say that's another way of saying you begin to love yourself and that's really the foundation of loving others if you don't love yourself i don't think you can love others you can you can um you can be uh subservient to others but that's not love right you can you can put others ahead of you but i think that's that's not really even love either you know i think i think real love comes from tapping into your own divinity and um supporting the divinity of others which means sometimes you got to kick their butt for when they're moving in the opposite direction you know you don't just uh you don't just cave into every negative impulse people want to put in your direction because you know that's not good for them. Yeah. So well, want- like, and, and who who is you? You know, you say love yourself is the foundation of loving others. Who is the you you're talking about? Who's the yourself? You yeah. know, like like your issue with uh, I am God was so difficult for you. You said in the past, but then to remember uh, there is no David was really helpful in that. I, no, Would it was. It, that it plays was. in that love yourself is the foundation for loving others. Yeah. So, so you know, I think, and, and it's almost a, a type of forgiveness in that um, you realize that what you thought was you that's less than perfect is actually not really a real part of you. It's just a temporary misunderstanding, a temporary... Um, uh, temporary glitch in, in the programming, right? So when you when you see all your mistakes and your sins as you, then of course, how could you be God and how can you forgive yourself? Whereas when you begin to see all that is just uh, another unreal illusion, 
then it's almost like there's nothing to forgive yourself for. You realize that that's just part of the illusion of, of feeling separate from God. And then you start diving deeper into yourself. And when you begin to get glimpses of divinity within yourself, you realize that's the real you. All the rest is just like a mud on a giant, gorgeous, perfect diamond. You, you could say, well, it's just a big clump of mud. Or you could say, no, that's just some mud on top of the diamond. So just wash it off and there's the perfect diamond. So I, I kind of look at us like that. You, you're, you're a perfect, indestructible diamond because that's your piece of God. That can't be altered, but you can sure cover it with a lot of dirt and mud and whatever your dirt of choice is, right? Mm -hmm. But that you cannot change your, your true nature. That's indestructible. It's immortal, immutable. No, the the worst god awful demon, whatever. However, you can look at what you think is the worst thing. Still, at its base core, is a piece of God, which is unchangeable. So, eventually, that's the only thing that will continue forever. Mm. All the mud and the dirt and whatever you ever you've covered your perfect diamond with is not immortal. Eventually. <laughs> eventually you'll wash that off and you'll wake yeah. up to the fact that you've always been a piece of god and all all these mystics they they've uh they've said they've, they've always said something similar to that which is that which changes and that or that which ends is is not reality not ultimate reality the truth is never untrue and that which is never was not or ne you know never was born and would die and so right that that part of me like you you said i'm not david i didn't i'm god doesn't feel like well i don't know i could say it doesn't really feel like it but the challenge is i'm thinking of this idea of me right. that's that i've made up like you said the mud on the diamond well the mud on the diamond is not the diamond that's you know, right. I, i've made that layer that's right and it's uh, and if you take uh if you take uh my teacher's um description of real he said the only thing he said by god's definition the only thing that is real is that which has always been real and always will be real and the only thing that's true is that which has always been uh, always been true and always will be true so that that basically it narrows it down to one thing which is i am i am and the i am that i am is what we refer to as god that's the only thing real about me and the only thing true about me. Everything else has come into being and will at some point cease to exist. Yeah. And I think that's that's a huge part of it is you begin to realize that. So I think you start becoming a lot more forgiving of yourself and others because you can begin to with your vision. So by vision, I mean your insight, your wisdom. You begin to realize that the only thing real about me and the only thing real about you is that you're a piece of God. So all the rest is temporary. It's the, it's the, it's the play, you know, it's the adventure. It's, it's the, it's the movie. It's the storyline and all that can change and continue to change forever. But who you are will never change. Yeah. So, 
So there's a quote, um, a quote from A Course in Miracles, and it's Jesus, uh, Jesus talking. He says, There's nothing, and Jesus said, There's nothing about me that you cannot attain. I have nothing that does not come from God. But the only difference between us right now is I have nothing else. And so it's like all this other stuff that I have yeah. along with God yeah. is what is what makes me yeah. the mud on the diamond, right? Yeah, yeah but I, I have, but I'd, I'd go even deeper than that. I'd I'd say that that he's I have nothing else indicating we have everything else, a lot else. But I would say in reality, what we believe is a lot else is just another illusion. You don't have anything else either. You have belief that you have something else. Exactly. Yeah. But it's so it's it's a matter of clearing your your uh your understanding clearing your understanding of of who you are so it's all your misunderstandings that appear to give you the something else but in reality that's just another illusion mm -hmm. so i'm saying liberation can take a billion lifetimes or it can take a moment because if you're a piece of god how can god not be liberated already that god doesn't need to be liberated but as you believe yourself not to be, you're experiencing that you are not. But that's just an illusion. It's a dream. I could say almost a nightmare you're having that you are not. But the truth is you can awaken in a moment to the fact that you are and everything else is an illusion. All your sins, all your mistakes, all your the things you don't like about yourself or others it's not really real. The more you believe it, the more you energize it, and then you experience it. Mm -hmm. Right? So this is this is Baba's method, as opposed to all the methods I've used before. Like I said before, I had I was on the spiritual path, which means I'm not where I should be, I need to get somewhere down the road, how far down the road, I don't know, actually, where it is, not sure but I know I'm not. So I'm just stumbling down the road. Well, that in itself is another illusion. And you can be on that, that road for a billion lifetimes. So uh, to me, liberation is when you realize there's no place you got to go. It's not a road you're on. You're in your bed, having a dream, just wake up. You're just having a nightmare of all mm -hmm. this it's 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 a it's a nightmare just as you start waking up you realize there was no place you had to go you've always been safe in your bed yeah and yeah. You, you safe in bed as a piece of god that this was just a dream you're having i guess for the entertainment value if nothing else you know so, so what's the what's the process how Oh, well, do we happen? have enough time left for it? My God, you ate in the most of my time to. I know. Well, you know, it. I need I need the complete how to of realization in five minutes. All right, we'll go through it really fast. <laughs> so my teacher, he gives a little. I don't know. You describe it a little. He goes. He goes. All right. He goes. Here's how you build the house of self realization. He said, you start with the foundation of self-confidence. You build the walls of self-satisfaction, and then you put on the roof of self-sacrifice. Okay, so we'll talk next week. <laughs> That's it for today. That's it for <laughs> Foundation of self-confidence, the yeah. walls of... 
self self uh, self satisfaction and the roof of self sacrifice. So I never really I never really explained. <laughs> so I struggled with that one for a long time till I finally solved that riddle. So the key of solving the riddle is the self confidence. It's capital S. Mm -hmm. Self satisfaction is capital S. Self sacrifice is small s. All right. Now do you understand it? Yeah. <laughs> so the foundation of self confidence is as you begin to turn within and begin to feel, know that that small voice within you, the promptings of your heart and your conscience is the voice of God within you. And you start to develop confidence in that. As you begin to now listen to the promptings of God within you, you begin to find, you know what, I'm tapping into something pretty, pretty powerful. And everybody hears it. It's like that little voice that you bond, don't do it. And you go, screw you, I want to do it. And you do it, and it's a disaster. You've been watching me, I see. I've been watching myself, right? So everybody in the whole world has experienced that. Because I ask people, I say, have you ever had a little voice inside you say, don't do it? You go, They go, yeah. And I went all over the world asking this, right? I go, will you ever do it anyway? And everyone goes, yeah. I go, how'd it turn out? Always bad. Always turns out bad. So what the heck is that little voice that's right all the time? It's a voice of God within you, right? So in my little pamphlet that I call a book that I sell on Amazon, <laughs> right? It's, it's um, oh, look, I got off track right there. So, Everybody says yes. Oh, that's it. So why doesn't everybody recognize that as the voice of God? Because it's just so small and humble that that's not what we're expecting when we think God is going to speak to us. We're thinking the, the clouds part, lightning comes down, and you get the booming voice of God that, David, don't do it. <laughs> so we're expecting something majestic and huge and overwhelming. Well, that's not really God's style. God's style is he whispers in your heart. He doesn't want to violate your free will, but he, he'll whisper, no, don't, don't do it. And, and of course, unless you, if you don't recognize that as God, we say, screw you, I'm doing it. You do it and it's a disaster, right? So that's it. When you begin to recognize the promptings of your heart and your consciousness is the voice of God within you and begin to listen to it, you begin to find, wow, this is pretty powerful and you start developing confidence that god actually speaks to you right so that confidence that the self your true self is god that's the foundation now once you begin to uh start developing confidence that that promptings within you is god now you work on the walls which is self-satisfaction I could put you on the spot and ask you what that means, but I'm not. <laughs> I appreciate that. I had a couple of years to figure it out. So self-satisfaction. Now, another term for self-satisfaction is righteousness. What true righteousness is now when you feel the promptings of God within you, you do it. Right? So when you act from the promptings of God within you, you begin to satisfy divinity that lives within you so you, you you start building the walls of self-satisfaction 
you act from the promptings of God within you and feel that satisfaction when you're pleasing divinity within you. So that's now you got the you got your foundation of self-confidence. You've developed that confidence that yes, indeed, you do hear God. And he's willing to guide you and guard you when you listen to it. Now you begin to act from that prompting, which is uh, a dharma or righteousness, or another way of, of, of experiencing it as you begin to satisfy the promptings of divinity within you. And it's very satisfying when you begin to act from that promptings of God, God within you. Unless it costs you a lot of time and money, then you might be a little unhappy. <laughs> Get over it. Because <laughs> the joy you feel, right, from that now, that's the two that you've got the walls and the foundation. Now, self-sacrifice, small s. So that means you start to sacrifice your small self. So that's when uh, uh, righteousness or God within you prompts you to do something that you're not really you don't really have the time or the money or the inclination but you 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 sacrifice your your uh maybe some money or maybe sacrifice your time or sacrifice your own inclinations yeah so i'll just give you a little story <laughs> i try to when i'm working as a chiropractor I try to listen to god while i'm doing it right and so a lot of times it's like I'm prompted to check something and it's like, I don't have the time. I got five people in the waiting room. So it's like, I start moving past it and I start making excuses like, no, no, I'll get it next time. But I feel that I feel it in my heart. It's like God saying, go back and check that or do that thing. And so I do it. Right. So that's self-sacrifice, but I'm sacrificing my small self. My my desires and attitudes of David, you know, sacrifice that, right? So there was this one patient the other day, and I hadn't seen him in about a year. And God's telling me, give her a reduced fee. <laughs> Gone. Nah, I don't think I'm hearing that. Right? <laughs> I'm saying, give her a reduced fee. Now, normally, I get, you know, the patient will give me a clue like, yeah, no, the reason I haven't come in is because I, I just, you know, finances have been tough. And then then it's like, it's obvious to me that God is telling me to give her a reduced fee. But I was getting, not getting any of that. So I'm going, I'm fighting with God. Or it's like, I, they didn't say that they're having a hard time. You know, it's, it's probably just... You know, I'm thinking maybe they're just lazy they didn't come in, you know. And I, so I kept feeling it so strong. And it's like, okay. Uh, and I tell them, like, okay, you know what? Let me uh, let me reduce your fee here for you. And they go, oh, thank you so much. You know, I've been really having a hard time. Then I felt like <laughs> such a heel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were, their pride didn't want to have them say anything, you know, I mean, you know, that's that, that who wants to tell the doctor, ah, you know, I don't really have any money. I mean, that that's, that's not a pleasant thing to have to say. Hmm. So God was trying to spare this poor person from having to beg. Right. So, so, but I fought, <laughs> I fought on it. Finally, I go, okay, okay, okay. And I, but that's self, that's small self-sacrifice, small S small self 
sacrificing your attachments. I I, I wanted to charge full fee. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's that's uh, when you do sacrifice yourself. And I think that that small self-sacrifice is probably an ongoing process. It is for me, you know that uh that you'll feel the promptings of god within you to to whatever you know it could be he's that old lady next door he might be saying go mow her lawn you know and you're going she doesn't need me to mow her lawn and it's hot out and you know it's like fine and then when you go and knock on her door and just say you know mrs jones i, I would um i'd like to mow your lawn today Oh, honey, thank you so much. I was so worried about it. And I don't have it. It's like, then you feel like a heel for, for fighting with God over it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but that's, but that's the roof. You don't put the roof on the rains coming in and your house and everything. And it's going to get all wet. That's the roof. And for me, it's just an ongoing process. It gets a little easier. Some, sometimes it's real easy, but other times you're going to be struggling with God. It's like, or, or, you know, or maybe it's not even you're arguing with God. You're just going, la, 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 la. No, I, I, well, no, I didn't hear, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. La, 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 la. Right. So this is where my teacher says, don't play false with God. Don't play false with God. I mean, you can, if you want, but you'll never start achieving deeper levels of awareness of divinity if you play false with god when it's inconvenient baba would always say he'd say he says uh spirituality without sacrifice is worthless it's worthless and and you know you see a lot of that today people like to imagine themselves spiritual and they're doing their own and chanting and sitting cross-legged and whatever they're doing but yet they haven't given up any of their selfishness at all so it's what you got is it's worthless it's worthless you're 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 it's worthless it will require sacrifice and usually it's really inconvenient <laughs> you don't want to do it <laughs> yeah yeah there's a couple i really i really choked on man but when i did it i felt the joy i knew it was right you know so that's that's how you so you could say you put that roof on but you got to probably reshingle fairly <laughs> fairly regularly check keep checking that roof that it's not getting a bunch of holes in it mm -hmm. but that's it that's that's the process and when you do those you truly begin to feel your divinity you begin to experience god within you more and more and begin to see him everywhere so it, it it's it's a good it's a good simple like hard head hands it's a good simple way to remember how to operate the vehicle you're in so this is I don't know what you'd call it. It's an analogy. What it's not an analogy, but it's just a little simple instruction manual how to achieve how to build the house of self-realization. And that's it. So so the the uh yeah, so it, it requires a little bit of maintenance, but uh it's well worth it. It's well worth it. Well, that's good. Well, we're we're uh, at the end of our timing constraints. Did we oh did we nail it? We did. Yeah. Look at that. Thank you, God. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. You got it all in. Thank God. Thank you, God. Right. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you uh always being willing to share. And uh, you know, this is this is a wonderful um experiment. And 
yeah. just trying things on and yeah. and uh, yeah. well so i i feel i've uh, you know what i talked to you before we started that i've been really really feeling the promptings of god to do this so you know it's not that uh not going to change the whole world but i can change the whole world for one person you know and if and if one person it helps them navigate these difficult times and help their life be more joyful then that it's worth the time it's worth the time yeah yeah all right brother thank you all right brothers thank you